This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the porn cast that wants to know, did Stalin give mustache rides? Oh my god, I hope so. What a waste if he didn't. Right? Out of all the famous mustaches, no one ever talks about Stalin. God, they should, because you're. as soon as you said that, like, I'm a mustache gal myself, personally. Uh, not to brag, my 23rd birthday was mustache-themed. There was mustache cups, mustache plates, mustache balloons, fake mustaches, obviously. Best surprise party ever. Those people really understood me. But yeah, man, that's like proto-Tom Selleck. Like, Stalin walked so Tom Selleck could run. <laughs> I mean, there's so many famous histories, famous mustaches. No one talks about whether or not they gave mustache rides. I mean, we all know Martin Luther King totally gave mustache rides. That's not even a question if he did it. Oh, Martin Luther King ate pussy. Thousand percent. He was a very generous lover. I refuse to believe otherwise. Hulk Hogan. Yes. Yes. Saddam Hussein, who also authored an erotic novel. Did you know this? You know, I think I've heard this. Winsor, have you heard this? Oh, I'm allowed to interject. I've been holding back zingers this entire time. You can do more than just flex your mustache in the background as we talk about this, but don't think I didn't oh. notice that you were doing it. There's a there's a full beard attached to it. So is it truly a mustache? And that's that's the question for the ages. Oh, I think it still is. I just I like the mustache in general. With or without the beard, I just think not on every dude, but I do think on most dudes, at least for some period of your life. It's such a fun it says, like, I'm a cool guy. I'm a laid back. I like to party. Literally, and, and I, I'm going to regret saying this the moment it's going to escape my mouth. Uh, my father's name is Pat. He used to have that mustache in the 80s, and all of my mom's friends called him Porno Pat. Oh, <laughs> Porno Pat. I love it. And it's still a thing that when we go through family photos, we're like, there's Porno Pat just living it up. <laughs> I see what your mother saw in him. I love a good alliteration. Oh, yeah. I don't have one for my dad, but like he I was going through pictures in our basement one time and I found his college graduation picture from 1984. It would have been and just full Selleck all across. So I snapped a picture of it and it is still the picture that pops up on my phone when he calls. And he called me one time when he was with me and he saw it. He was like not aware of this. He's like, where the fuck did you find that? <laughs> I like how we started out with mustache rides and now we're just telling stories about our fathers. That says really great things about us mentally. Whose dad didn't have a mustache in the 80s? I'm sorry. If your dad didn't have a mustache, he was a virgin before he married your mom. He wasn't fucking. And that's that's what you know. He wasn't fucking. Sorry. Yeah. It's kind of depressing looking at old photos of my father because he used to be so skinny and then he met my mother. And now the guy is like an XXXL and I can't look at old photos of him. I also can't look at photos of him without glasses because he looks like Donald Trump. So um, it's very conflicting in multiple ways. My dad had like a whole John Hamm thing going on when after he like shaved, like my dad was very, I don't feel like this is weird to say. I'm, I'm obviously not attracted to my father, but like I have pictures of my parents up in my apartment. And whenever people come over, like, especially women, they're like, who is that? Like, that's my dad. That's my hot dad. My hot dad. We like went back to his high school reunion uh, a few years ago. And like there was, he grew up a small town. So there wasn't that many people there. And like all of these women are like hanging off of my father. Like one of them named her son after him that she had with a different dude. 
Wait, after him or like it's just like the same after name? him? Like no, like, after him. Like she like named like after him. She's like, I just always really admired you. Oh wow! I was like my mom is just sitting in the corner, like killing herself <laughs> laughing. Like my sister and I were so uncomfortable. It was so funny. Oh man! What could that guy possibly say? Where it's just like, yeah, my wife is so obsessed with you that she named our, our child. Our after child. You. <laughs> yeah. Years and years later, like. I was like, this is uh, good for you, dad. I see where I get it. Cool. At least I'm around to like pass down the like hotness genes. That's a level of cuckolding I can't even imagine. (laughs) It was wild. It was super, super wild. I was like, this is like, especially now because my dad is not like, I mean, both my parents are good looking, but like, he's not like a player. Like he's never cheated on my mom. He's like a loyal, like family man. I was like, this is like a side of you that I like, it's so weird when you see those things about your parents that you just didn't know existed. Talking about <sighs> his loyalty is only making him hotter. Yeah, I know. I, he's a great dude. I'm like, yeah, I, I love my dad. He's the loyalist Dilf around. Dude, uh, he just got a new job. <laughs> he texted me last night. I was feeling terrible about my career last night, by the way. I was like at the laundromat, like crying, as you do sometimes. Oh. Winsler's a comedian. You know this. Oh, for you ever sure. cried at a laundromat? I've never cried at a laundromat, but I've mostly stared off into the middle distance in a lot of places I'd rather yeah. not have. Just thinking like, oh man, like what am I doing with my life? And he texts me, he's like, hey, I got a new job. And I was like, what is it? And he's like, well, technically I'm considered a visionary. So I just think and send them ideas. And I was like, that's the best. And then he told me the salary. He's like, I think I want to work forever. And I was like, yeah, I would too. That's the best job ever. Thank you for interrupting my personal moment of self-pity, feeling like such a fucking loser by reminding me that I come from people that are uh, the opposite of losers. Thank you. Wait, just like firing off ideas like in a texture, like that's Literally. what we're supposed to be doing all the time. And that's his job. Damn it. He sends ideas to Tim Cook like once a week in an email and he makes well over six figures for that now. I mean, to be fair, those ideas are technically worth something. Yeah. His job title is literally visionary. I would love to see that business card so much. I know. I know. I hope he makes them. I hope he strolls into the next high school reunion with those just to really lay it on thick. Yeah. That's your Christmas gift right there. (laughs) Just go to Vistaprint. Oh my God. I'm totally going to do that. He would actually love that. He loves personalized shit. Oh, you know what, though? I'm going to put it on golf balls. Oh, I found yeah. this website that will put anything you want on a golf ball. It's called personalizedgolfballs.com in case they want to sponsor us or in case you have a dad. It's like the best place. They'll put it on any golf ball, too. So if your dad is picky and he likes a specific kind, which my dad does, you can pick the you buy like the sleeve of balls and they'll like I've put his nickname on them. I've put like different anniversaries. He like loves them. It's the best dad gift. I love this so much. I should check if, um, so I actually wholesale out, funny enough, to dicksbymail.com. So have you guys ever heard of the Chocolate Dick Company? No. I have not. Tell me more. If you go to their website, it's Dicks by Mail, and you can order a variety of different chocolate dicks. uh, And it says, eat a dick as you open the box. It's very lovely, great packaging. They did not pay me for this sponsorship. Um, They also have Eat My Ass, which is like a nice um, mold of an anus. Nice. I have seen those. I've seen girls do the chocolate butthole thing. 
Yeah, so they buy my crayons, the porn pack, um, and like a couple other products. I'm really hoping that you can, there's a level of personalization now to the box or at least a gift card. Mm-hmm. Now I'm envisioning a dick that just says a visionary on it. Who doesn't want that? <laughs> I like personalized gifts in general. It's like such a great way when you're like, especially if you're shopping for someone that has everything or could buy anything that they want themselves. Like it's such a nice extra little thing to do. And it like people really like it. And most places do it now, too. So it's not like I'm always the person that will get, like, the monogrammed towels or, like, I've, like, made stuff, too, where I, like, paint it on different whatever. Personalize your gifts. People love it. All of my groomsmen got, like, a beer glass with their, like, nickname on it. And they all fucking loved it. It was the best gift I ever gave. That's a great groomsman gift. Um, Alice, you have several months to think about what you're getting me as a bridesmaid or slash just supporter. I don't know if you're having bridesmaids because I know you want to elope, but as someone who is actively involved in helping plan your bachelorette party, I, you know what? You already know what it is. Get me and eat a dick and see if you can put my name on it. I would love that for me. Even if you can't, I still like chocolate, so it's fine. Also, I mean, how cool would it be to have my bachelorette party sponsored by a company? Hello. Yes. You know I would do that. That'd be pretty great. Oh, my bachelorette party is sponsored by uh, dicksbymail.com. And hopefully slightly sponsored by the wonderful porn studio that created the incredible movie that we get to review today and hopefully hosted by them too. Oh my God. Have you looked more into this? Because I know you want to do it. I have discussed with them in the past their rates for renting out parts of their studio. So I think I could talk to Leroy and his wife about, you know, renting out the place. Uh, Winsler, what I'm trying to say is uh, I might rent out a porn studio for my bachelorette party. That is the best idea I've ever heard in my entire life. (laughs) But like, is it just like, and here's where the magic happens. And then you just get hammered on set. This place is so much cooler. They have a ball pit for adults. They have a classroom. They have a a hospital room with full equipment. I love this. Yeah. There's a green screen. They have multiple like cam rooms that cam models can rent out. They're in Las Vegas and they have like, I think they have a spaceship one. They have like a goth vampire one. They have like a gamer girl one. Like they have all of these like little sets. Like it's the cool, it's the coolest place. They're the coolest company. This is amazing. I love this. My favorite is the costume room where they have like Sponge Knob Square Nuts' costume and 10-inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. They probably have Ben come there. Yeah, I'm sure (gasps) they still have it. What a terrifying costume that was. So terrifying. Like, the effects were really good in this movie. Like, I was scared. Oh, no, they were solid. Yeah, like the, the mouth thing, I was like... Oh, we'll get into the mouth thing. Uh, oh, so many things to say about the mouth thing. But before we get to that, so first off, we never formally introduced our guest. Uh, we're so bad at this. We really need to come up with a way that we like introduce the guest within the first like minute because historically. No. Okay. Historically, this show introduces people like five minutes in. All right. All right. It's the brand. It's the brand. It's the brand. And I'm happy to be here. We have Winsler Powers, comedian extraordinaire, joining us today. So, so happy to be here. I've already learned so much. There's apparently a magical Las Vegas studio that you can rent out to do anything you want, I guess. This is incredible. I love this. What a great day already. (laughs) We're so happy to have you. And uh, good pick on the porno, because you picked this one, correct? I did. Well, I got sent the list, and I was like, what are the nerdiest porns and I, I sent like here are my nerd choices and 
Alice, you, you picked Vincom, and I cannot be happier about it. So how about this? If someone has never seen Venom, let's talk about that for a second, just to get them up to speed. I have not seen it. Ooh, Winsler. Okay, here's the thing. Vincom, the porn parody, has way more reason to exist as a film than Venom. Venom, in comics world, is just evil Spider-Man. That's his whole thing. He's okay. just evil buff Spider-Man, and that's all he is. Venom the movie does not say or allude to Spider-Man. He does not make an appearance. He's not referenced. He just does not factor in in any way. So this is an evil Spider-Man movie where Spider-Man is not a factor. And that's that makes no fucking sense as, as a nerd. As a nerd, I, I did not appreciate that this movie was made, uh, that it came out, that it got so far in production. It just makes no sense. But you have to remember, though, that when the production company, when Marvel came out with Venom, they also didn't follow the Spider-Man timeline. Okay, so for the comic book nerds out there uh, who have read about Venom, you know, the symbiote that arrives in Earth, so his first host is technically Deadpool, and then it's Spider-Man, and then after uh, Venom and Spider-Man battle, Venom drops from the bell tower in a church onto Eddie Brock, who is his host. That is the normal timeline. In the movie, in the regular Venom movie, that is not the timeline at all, which is kind of fucked up. Not even a little bit. Which is what the porn is based on. And like I said, porn version makes complete sense. Venom has tentacles. There you go. That's the only reason you need to make Vincom. Like, it's just like character with tentacles. There, we will make Vincom. I'm all aboard. Venom the movie does not have any references to Spider-Man, Peter Parker, anything. The whole reason he exists is because they wanted to put bad Spider-Man in comics, and bad Spider-Man is not alluded to in any way, and it's because of convoluted rights with Marvel and Disney and Sony, and we're not going to get into contract law right now, because that's not why people listen to porn podcasts, but I just had to let my rage that Venom got so far in production that it was made. And I saw it. I saw it. I enjoyed it. I hated myself for it. It got, went against my ethics. Uh, not Vincom, by the way. Vincom went completely within my ethics. Uh, Venom, not so much. Okay, everything you guys are saying is making me so happy I didn't see it because there is a. am not a big Marvel movie person. And literally for the reasons that you guys are all laying out here is that I, especially in theaters, and I feel like you really do need to see these movies in theaters because they're mostly about the big explosions and the fight scenes and all of that. They're not as fun to watch at home. And I can't get past like plot holes or questions. I went to see Godzilla, King of Monsters, like before the pandemic, like with a guy and we're like all there watching and I'm, it's so hard for me to like keep a straight face and not just be like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make, what the fuck? This doesn't make any fucking sense. And everyone's like, can we just like enjoy the movie? Like we smoked a joint before we came here. We just want to get blasted and watch like monster fights. And I'm like, why is Kyle Chandler carrying this film? Like this, he's clearly cannot carry a major feature film. So like every time I would go see stuff like this, I did the same thing at Hobbs and Shaw. Like we were walking out of Hobbs and Shaw. The guy turned to me and looked. He's like, how much did you hate that? And I was like, I don't want to say I hated it. I just have so many questions like that were not 
they're they're not necessary to like be answered by the movie. But again, like none of the timeline of Godzilla makes any sense. It doesn't take forty five minutes to get from Singapore to Antarctica. It just doesn't. It takes much. Lo- I don't. I've never done that journey. I know it takes longer. I completely agree. Plus, that whole movie is based on the idea that like alpha theory like there is a leader of the pack alpha and everyone else is subservient to them which is not a thing actually in the animal kingdom but they 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 built all of these godzilla movies on the idea of like godzilla is the alpha he fucks and all the other monsters just follow along and then he's like wounded and they're like we're gonna go nuke godzilla's lair and then he's mad about it which like obviously he's gonna be fucking mad about that and then they're like why is he mad at us and it's like because you just set off a nuclear bomb in his bedroom you fucking assholes like obviously he's pissed what like why are they surprised it drove me nuts all I'm saying is in my opinion Cloverfield monster over Godzilla I think he could kick his ass I actually still haven't seen Cloverfield because I think I would be scared of it. I'm probably old enough to see it now where I wouldn't be, but I still think that uh, that would scare me. It's good. All the Cloverfield movies are fantastic, in my opinion. The second Cloverfield movie, fantastic. And the fact that he didn't advertise it was a Cloverfield movie to like two weeks before, best marketing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. 10 Cloverfield Lane with John Goodman and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Watch it if you haven't seen it. Has nothing to do with the show or Venom. Who cares? But go watch it. John Goodman as like a a fucked up sociopath. Amazing. Okay. I'll add these to my list. I think it would be kind of fun. Maybe this would be a good solo podcast idea. I just watch Marvel movies just for my reactions to them. All of my like really realistic questions that I personally need answered about the plot holes. My dad does this too. I watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind with my father one time, which I highly recommend doing if your dad is anything like mine. (laughs) Back to dads. Because we watched the whole thing. And then I was like, oh man, because I had seen it. I was like, that's such a good movie, right? And he goes, I don't know. And then he just goes and restarts it. And he didn't get out of his burger lounger, watched the entire thing again. Came back out of our basement like an hour and a half later. He's like, I don't think I get it. In your father's defense, that's kind of... The point. I, I did yeah, kind of try to say, it's kind works. of the point. Like, that's sort of how it works. He goes, I don't like this. I don't, I don't like this. Jim Carrey's weird. And that was the last <laughs> thing he ever said about it. I was like, all right. Like, and now anytime I bring up Jim Carrey, he's like, that dude's weird. Like, all right. But please don't take my father's movie recommendations to heart. His favorite movie is The Shawshank Redemption, which is a good favorite movie to have but not if you like it because you find it relaxing. Okay. That movie was on in the background of my childhood. At least every Friday night, he would like have a beer and fall asleep in his Barker lounger to Shawshank Redemption. I can pick that movie up at any point and I can tell you what the next line is because I've seen it or heard it so many times. Did he put in the movie every Friday or did he just catch it on TNT because it ran every Friday on TNT? Because that's also how I grew up. That's my mom's favorite movie. If it's on, he puts it on for a thousand percent. If it's on, he puts it on. I'm like that with The Departed. Like in his defense, that gene clearly passed down. If The Departed is on, I'm watching The Departed. Uh, But he also, I mean, had it on VHS, had it on DVD. Like if he's like had a hard week at work and needs to relax, he's watching Shawshank. That's like how he relaxes. Those are at least deep movies. My movie for that is My Cousin Vinny. If My Cousin Vinny is playing, I'm watching it no matter what. That's a movie where it makes sense to chill out to. That's fair. (laughs) Like, not like a movie, like a heartbreaking movie about a prison escape. I mean, and My Cousin Vinny is fairly accurate. It is played in law schools. That's very true. Marissa Tomei, 
won Best Actress, everyone thought that that was a joke. It's not. She was fucking stunning in that film, as was Joe Pesci. So let's talk about Vencom for a second. We need to catch people up who've never seen not only Venom, but Vencom. Uh, by the way, Vencom is free. Go to woodrocket.com, type in Vencom, it, like you think I'm saying it. You'll find a film. It's great. It's only like, what, close to 40 minutes long? Yeah. 36 minutes, yeah. Yeah, and half of it is sex. So, like, yeah. you got a solid, like, 10, 15 minutes of plot. So let's talk about the plot. Uh, so first off, I was excited because when I saw the trailer, I already knew it showed more action than Venom. <laughs> That's fair. Venom has, like, two, like, actual fight scenes in that entire movie. I don't know how it was so successful it got a sequel, but it does, and now hopefully we get Vincom 2 out of it. One can hope. So, uh, Winsler, we have a scientist uh, played by Vuko in a lab. And what is she doing? Well, okay, so she is working with a semen biote, uh, which, great pun right off the bat. And she's trying to get it from a liquid state to a solid state and says, and I quote, how do I make this alien bastard hard? Great line. All the lines. The dialogue in this was great. Wonderful. The writing was so good. So many puns. So many references. And she bends over after dropping something. And it's hard. Now, one thing I didn't get is where she was saying, I'm the best scientist ever. So was she trying to do scientists? I didn't understand that part. I think it's a porno parody, so you can assume she was going for science tits. Okay. Like, well, yeah, she was a science so. tits, but it was yeah. her ass that made the semen be all hard. So, yeah, I mean, otherwise, we're like uh, proposing she has a lisp, which I don't think she does. So, it would have been a strong character choice. <laughs> oh, okay. Also, I wanted to ask this: um, Tommy Pistol's character in this, like, uh, is he supposed to talk like that? Does he talk like that in? Venom. Because, like, like, when he's eating her pussy, I was like, is this a choice, Tommy? Because, like, um, I get why she's not coming, regardless of your use of tongue. That would make me drier than the Mojave. (laughs) I'm so glad you pointed this out because I wrote in all caps, the fucking Tom Hardy is Eddie Brock accent, four exclamation points in my notes. Because that is the actual voice Tom Hardy does in the actual film. <laughs> so to get people up to speed, we've uh, now encountered a scientist who is trying to make the perfect couple sex toy with a weird alien dick thing. And then we are introduced afterwards to Tommy Pistol with his girlfriend, Anne, in bed. And he, she's asked Eddie Brock to uh, go down on her. And I have to say, I wrote down these lines. I couldn't not. I mean... What's wrong? Is it too good? Can you not handle how good it is? I can turn down my pussy-eating skills if it's too good for you. (laughs) You know what really upset me about those lines is I've had a man say that to me. Oh. Almost verbatim. I'm positive. There's so many guys who are just like, I'm a fucking pro. I'm sure they have no fucking idea what they're doing. The last dude who ate my pussy, like, pulled off, and I'm, people know this about me, I'm not super into cunnilingus, it's not really my thing, I would far prefer you just fuck me, like, at the least finger me, like, it just, it doesn't do anything for me, and I've explained this on so many podcasts, and I get so much hate about it, but regardless, pulled away, like, halfway through, and he goes, don't fall in love with me. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't gonna. Wow. Okay. What a, yeah. 
And then goes, he's like, some bad news. I was like, (laughs) okay. He did not fucking say he's bad news. He did. He absolutely did. And I was like, is he one of the outsiders? What the fuck? Oh, I was like, this is like, I was like, I mean, we're both comics. Is this a bit? Are you doing a bit? (laughs) Like, I, that is something I would do. I would totally do something like that as a joke. But I, I don't. It wasn't a joke. It was. It was not a joke. Oh my god! I want to do that eventually at one point. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> I highly recommend doing it. Don't fall in love with me. Yeah. <laughs> Middle of sucking cock. Don't fall in love with me. Yeah. You just can't laugh. Men really don't like it when you laugh with their penis in their ear mouth. <laughs> They, for any reason, they don't like it. Because, like, a lot of times, it's kind of like the shower principle where, like, you're doing it, but you're not really thinking it, you know? And so, like, sometimes I'll be thinking of a joke that I'm, like, working on while I'm, like, sucking a dick, and I'll pull off and be like, oh, that worked, that worked. And I'll be like, hey, do you think this is funny? And he's like, I don't think any of this is funny. Like, could you please this is get back down? Very my, this is incredibly mean of you. Like, <laughs> people really don't. I'm like, it's, it has nothing to do with you. I was thinking about something else. I'm sorry. I guess that's a little hurtful, but... I'm sorry. Like, dick sucking doesn't take that much brain power. No. Like, even if this is limitless and we only use 10% of your brain, like, dick sucking <laughs> takes max, like, 2.5%. I mean, when you have to come up with great lines like, don't fall in love with me, I'm yeah. bad news. We're from two different worlds. Like, we literally see each other, like, three times a week, dude. Like, we... Uh, <laughs> what? Like... That's just as bad as the excuse, uh, what's it called, the Brock character had in the porn, which is like, I'm sorry, I'm just a reporter. That's his excuse of why he can't give good cunnilingus. <laughs> I'm just a reporter. Watching it in the second, it's just like, he's he doesn't give enough tongue. I knew where this movie was going from there on out, and I was like, fucking bravo. <gasps> oh my God, too good. But yeah, Tommy nails the accent. Tommy's great at accents. He did so good. It was the perfect Eddie Brock of just that weird, that weird, like not New York, but kind of New York accent that he's doing in the entire movie. Both of them, both Tom Hardy and this fine actor, just perfect mimicking. I loved it. He is from New York. He does a great New York, like Goodfellas accent when he wants to. Um, But in general, I feel like I've heard He's constantly in porno parodies. He is one of the best actors in porn. Alice is obsessed with him. I'm not obsessed. I'm just obsessed with his acting. And I'm not I'm not obsessed with his penis. That's Manuel Ferrara, just to be clear. That's very fair. That's very fair. Tommy's a very nice penis. Manuel has like a penis you want to like put a mold of on your mantelpiece. I, I understand that. Exactly. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. completely different. Yeah. yeah. It's like, very fair. Please, next time you see Tommy, let him know that I, I literally had to pause. I was watching this like next to my wife while she was doing actual work. And so I like had to pause and just start just scream laughing the second he started talking because it was so fucking spot on. And she's like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, this porn that I'm watching for comedy reasons. Then I had to be like, this is what I'm doing. And she's like, you please just don't masturbate to this. Like just the one rule. I was like, I won't talk about it if I do. She's like, no, I'll hear it in your voice if I listen to the episode, just a joyous lilt while you're discussing it. Please don't do it. It sounds like you have a great marriage. 
Oh no, it's a beautiful yeah. marriage. I, I'm having no, the greatest time of my life. No, it does. She knows, yeah. like, if she's like that in tune to your voice changing pitch when you're getting off, like that sounds like a, a kill. You guys are gonna make it, man. That's yeah, great. She's, she's just like, look, I'll hear it. I'll know. Like, you'll go to a place in your head, and I'll know. No one else will know, but I'll know. So don't do it. And so I held start. I held strong. And I just I made notes, including the fucking Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock accent. Four exclamation points. Which if you've never seen Venom, it's as if someone visited New York or Googled New York and heard a couple clips of someone going to New York and or Staten Island. And that's the accent. Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady, Tom Tom Hardy is the king of weird voices in superhero movies. Like between this and Bane, like the man is just a savant. Now, Tom Brady in Venom would be fun. I would watch that. I would a thousand percent watch that. Tom Brady and Vin come even more fun. Yeah, he would. But like Giselle has like possession of his balls and man essence. So I don't really think he could like get up on, you know, I'm pretty sure she keeps him in a tiny velvet pouch around her neck. Um, If you're a Patriots (laughs) fan, please don't come murder me. I've done that joke a bunch of times. It's not a new joke. It's not even my joke. Other people have done it. Let it go. This is like a new version of deflate gate. I think more people need to know that he doesn't eat tomatoes because I just think that's so fucking weird. What? Yeah, Tom Brady doesn't eat tomatoes or any member of the Nightshade family for like Wait. weird health reasons. Yeah, he like thinks that it's it's like Gwyneth Paltrow-esque like wellness. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That sounds like he believes in witchcraft and that he thinks that it will dispel him. I, he seems like the kind of dude that would have like a dick, his own dick scented candle. Or like a Belichick dick scented candle. He probably has a mold of his own penis and has gifted it to his wife as just like a, here you go, honey. I can't imagine him not doing that. That seems (laughs) completely par for the course with what I would expect of of Tom Brady, a person I don't know. But yes. You know, considering that Clona Willie was at one point a sponsor of this show, what if they they started running ads of, hey, if this is good for Tom Brady, it's good for you too. But implying Tom Brady has cloned his dick for Giselle, but never explicitly saying it, I'm fairly confident they could get away with that legally. Yeah. As a comedian, sure, I'll say that that's true. Yeah. Look, I care about business. I care about marketing and making money. Um, I think this would be a hysterical ad campaign where they just continued implying like just random people in history were cloning their dicks. As a comedian, I fully had an incredibly lucid dream the other night that Joe Rogan was my father, but that he'd also fathered like a hundred other children with other women because he felt like his genes needed to live on. And we all lived at this like summer camp in like Austin and all we did was judo and archery all day. And like, I really wanted my dad's attention, but my dad was Joe Rogan (laughs) and like, I'm going to, I unpacked that for the rest of the day and I probably will continue unpacking it for the rest of my life. It was major like Branch Davidian, David Koresh vibes starring Joe Rogan. I'm in awe of this dream that you had. It was so realistic. I had this little sister named Maria who was like a toddler. She was little and she like wanted me to read her a book because she was really sad that our dad didn't pay any attention to her. But all this tracks, I could see Joe Rogan being a guy that's just like, (laughs) I have to spread my seed. I have to spread my seed. And like raise this generation of like superheroes from my seed and make them all just do. And I'm written that the other thing, the kicker of this is I'm awful at archery. Like I was asked to sit out in summer camp. 
I'm really bad at it. And I remember in the dream being like, I'm really bad at this. And my dad is disappointed in me because my dad is Joe Rogan. Well, Joe Rogan was just trying to make an army of Hawkeyes. And it's like, come on, that's the worst. Yeah, that's the worst Avengers team to make of just a hundred Joe Rogan offspring Hawkeyes. Yeah, but to be fair for Hawkeye, he was just a mortal and he was able to keep up with the rest of the Marvel cast. Come on. That's fair. I mean, points to Hawkeye. Points to Hawkeye. Speaking of nerdy references, I just have to reference this real quick. At the very beginning, during the right before the failed cunnilingus, she says, you make me hotter than a menage a trois with human torch and firestorm, wetter than the submariner, put your colossus in my kitty pride, then just turns it deadpan to the camera, comic references. Beautiful. You know Leroy Myers wrote that in like at like two o'clock in the morning when he was just like, fuck this, fuck everyone. Like, here's the script, <laughs> you fucking assholes. Like, Leroy's one of my favorite people in like the pornoverse. He's like a big middle-aged Jewish dude. He's so funny. His least favorite thing, his whole job is to run Wood Rocket and make porno parodies. Like, I genuinely think he has the best job in the world because he just gets unlimited budgets to do insane things all day long. Um, But he writes all of these. And his least favorite thing is when people pitch him porno parodies on Twitter. Like, he will roast the shit out of you. He will retweet. He will roast. He, like, just, he hates it. It is my absolute favorite thing. I never got to be in one of these when I was performing, which still makes me really sad to this day. He mostly casts like Vegas locals because they do shoot in Vegas or really specific types that are like, you know, for the cartoony like type things. But yeah, he is one of the most ridiculous people uh, with like the best job on the planet. And I, when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, like I could, I could see him in my mind writing this screenplay. It's so good, especially because like you have to know for one, Submariner, like he didn't say Aquaman. You know, he didn't even say Namor. Like, those are the top, top of heads if I have to name two underwater comic book characters. And not only that, but Colossus and Kitty Pride did fuck in the comics. And that's, it's beautiful. It's, it's perfect. It's great writing for me specifically. I would read the shit out of Leroy Myers' memoir. Leroy, if you're listening, write one. I'm actually probably going to tweet it at him too. Just like, I would, I would read that. I think everyone would read that. I would love it. hundred percent. I would love it. Yeah. How would it not become a New York Times bestseller? Yeah. How do you become Leroy Myers? Like, I want to know. I think I've asked him this one time at AVN. I was like, how do I do your job? And he's like, you don't want to do that. And I was like, uh, okay. Like, but I it do It sounds that. pretty great. Like, this is a solid script. I'm not knocking the script one bit, but also the script is probably 10 pages of art. Yeah. But it's probably, a, you know, an afternoon or two of, of writing, of just solid fucking writing. I don't want to belittle it. It is... It's art. It's so well done. There is a part of me, and I've wondered this in the past, where I'm like, I don't actually understand why, like, major studios are not hitting him up to, like, work on their shit. Because if he can make these pretty much by himself, like, write and direct them for... I mean, he has an unlimited budget in porn. But if you gave him a Marvel budget, oh, my God, that's a movie I would see in the theaters. Michael Bay and Leroy Myers. Come on. Yes. Yes. I would buy all the tickets to that. I'm trying to think of which character, like, I'm just like, what would be the perfect Leroy Myers character in Marvel for him to take on? He would do Deadpool really well. He I would do it to Deadpool. Yeah. Ah, yeah. It's so good. I love it. By the way, I've watched the Deadpool porn parody. Amazing. You take out all the sex 
It's a solid Deadpool parody. And Seth Gamble, who played De- Deadpool in that, sounds like Ryan Reynolds. He kind of looks like Ryan Reynolds, too. Also, he just got married. Congratulations, Seth. Oh, congrats. Yeah. All right. So going on with this porn. So Brock gets a hot tip that uh, there's human experimentation going on with this sex toy. So he shows up at the lab, sees a video of experiment number 69, a woman inserting the alien into her. And then at the very end, her eyes turn black. uh, And then the alien escapes and it plants itself into Tommy's asshole. Makes complete sense. Yeah. That's where I would go and if I was an alien. If I had to bury into a human body, I mean, you, you got you got two options on a guy and it's yep. mouth and asshole. So three technically. Three, 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 three yeah. but yeah. But it's like a tight there's squeeze. a lot of, I mean, there's a lot there. I mean, if we want the other scenes to happen, he can't go through the urethra because then the rest of the film is him laid out in a hospital. <laughs> oh. <laughs> True. Yeah. But we see the dick crawl up into his pants, which, you know what, bravo for that acting and that scenario. Uh, didn't expect, you know, to imagine a symbiote or what was it called again? A symbiote. Symbiote, excuse me, uh, crawling up through a, up a leg into an asshole. And then with the special effects of Eddie then having black eyes, he goes home, which, okay, I want to talk about this for a second. So he goes home. He's freaking out. He has this massive headache. He's clearly in pain because a a semen biot is merging with him. But in the middle of him being in this massive amount of pain, he stops because he sees a note for man. And what does it say, Winsler? It says... Uh, stepped out to get peanut butter for the neighbor's dog. And then he goes, oh, gross. And then he sets it back down and resumes screaming. I once again paused and started laughing. I had to be like, this is a fantastic joke. You have to hear this. And she looked at me and was like, I don't love you anymore. (laughs) And (laughs) that's how that went down. I love how our podcast is ruining marriages. This is great for us. (laughs) We are bring people closer or further apart. I mean, there's really no in between with the show. We cause, you know, we're provocative. What can I say? Here's a question. Um, if you fuck an alien, how far off from bestiality is that? Such a good question. Okay, here's the thing. Is it like Venom or is it a humanoid that's just like, like Superman where you don't really can tell just by looking at him? Like, is Lois Lane engaging in bestiality when she fucks her husband, Clark Kent? I think it depends on their, like, level of intelligence and sentience. Like, if you fuck an alien... Like, if we assume that there are aliens, which there are, the government said that there are... Hard agree. Recently, and we all missed it because it was 2020. Like, what a great way to just slip that in there. They said there were unidentified objects. That's not the same as aliens. Okay, I could get into this argument for the rest of the day. Do you yeah. want this to be the podcast? I'll do this. No, no. Okay, well, we'll there skip. is no okay. other country. Alice, it literally bends the laws of physics for something to move that fast. It, it cannot be of this world. I'm skeptical. There's no. generally a reason for something. So there usually is, but you know what? In this case, I gotta say, I don't know. I watched the interview on 60 Minutes with those Navy pilots. 
I was convinced. I was like, you guys seem real freaked out about this. And I don't generally see Navy pilots as being like a super freak outable people. I'd like to not go by anecdotal evidence, but all right, you know what, let's skip skip this. Anyways, if we assume there are aliens of our intelligence or above our intelligence, we have to also assume there's probably like lower life forms on their planets as well, right? Because like there's humans here, but there's also cows. You can fuck people, but don't fuck cows. Unless you're Amish, which like still don't fuck cows, but it's a little more accepted. Um, <laughs> actually, it's sheep because if you get a sheep to the edge of a cliff, it'll buck back. An Amish person <laughs> told me that one time. <laughs> like, like it, he didn't really say it as a joke. I mean, it is a joke, but he didn't say it with the cadence of a joke. Yeah, so, like, you would have to assume that there are aliens that are also, like, what we would think of as animals. I don't think you should fuck those. But, like, Venom seems to have a at-human or above-human intelligence, so I think that's okay as far as consent goes. Although, actually, that kind of flips back because, like, what if, like, if Venom, if you won't fuck Venom, will he murder you? Because then that's just, like, sexual assault. So, like, I, you know. That's very true. These are important questions. Consent is such a layered thing. Just just confirm, with aliens, we're going based purely on intelligence. It does not have to have any kind of humanoid features. It just has to be on your level. And that being said, if it's that much smarter than you, are they engaging in bestiality by having sex with you? Exactly. Nuance. Are humanoids just easy? Earth girls are easy. I, I think that's a stigma <laughs> we have across the Milky Way. Oh my God, maybe that's why they're trying to make contact. They heard it was hot girl summer. And they were like, now we're going to show ourselves. <laughs> oh no, we got to get tested for alien STDs. <gasps> oh, that would be terrible. What if there's like a different strain of herbies out there? What if you get space aids so you'll never recover? The dreaded simplex four. Complex four. Ooh. Yeah, because it's out of this world. <laughs> oh, no. You know, like, oh, my God. You, I mean, I heard about super gonorrhea being in, like, Thailand or something. Terrified of that. I'm actually way more scared of that than COVID. That would suck way more than COVID. Super gonorrhea? That's antibiotic oh, resistant, yeah. y'all. Like, that would suck way more. 110%. But, yeah, so uh, whether or not they come in peace is a great question. Hmm. <laughs> This is my favorite podcast, and I have a podcast, but this one wins. Yes. So, speaking of fucking an alien, so the scientist rushes in and says, there's a little alien Johnson over there. They explain it crawled into his ass. Then Tommy transforms into Vencom. I am, first off, impressed by the costumes because I have created SFX effect costumes and I've looked at how to make the Venom costume and it is not easy. No, it's an incredible costume. And just to go backwards, uh, he has the penis symbol in white on his chest. That's not in the Venom movie because in the character Venom in the comics, it's a spider symbol because he's associated with fucking Spider-Man. God damn it. Sorry, I had to bring it back. I do wonder, because I have said this before, and, like, I, I've said this to, to friends that ask about this. I think I've said this on the podcast, but, like, um, a lot of times when they make these movies, especially Marvel porn parodies, because when Marvel makes a superhero movie, they don't make one Spider-Man costume. They make, like, 20 or 30 Spider-Man costumes. And then, like, the set designer and the production designer and the costume designer, they all are like, oh, we like this one. So then the other 19 
are just whatever. And the porno people actually go back in and they buy those from the actual Marvel Studios. So they're actually wearing ones that were designed by Marvel, by Disney, because they just buy them from them. So like Captain Marvel was like this. They've done this on a bunch of other ones. I think the Captain America one was like this. Um, so I kind of do wonder if they bought a second-hand Venom costume from the studio and then altered it. Also on that same topic, puppet penises freak me out. Yes. Okay, we need Real to talk bad. about that. Why were there spots on it? It was like blotchy. Space AIDS? Right? Well, he's... I'm Also, I'm so sorry. Is this racist? Venom is black. Like... Shouldn't it be black? That's a great point, and I didn't even think Plus, about that. Plus, then you could tag it BBC. Like, are you you're missing like a whole genre, a genre. that this could yeah. be in? Like, porno runs on SEO like search terms. Make it black. How do we describe this for our audience who's never seen this scene? Because then we have April O'Neil playing Anne, the fiance, laying on the bed while Venkum is licking her down there. But it is, okay, so first off, the best acting I've ever yeah. seen, hands down. I wrote down, April O'Neil is a fucking pro in my notes because for her to lay there and like be able to give a good performance of coming while this horrific head with a like fabric tongue is just slapping her vagina is like the wildest thing. And she gives a great performance throughout i will get, i'm just gonna say i don't personally know april o'neill but like everything i know about her from twitter indicates that like she might have not been acting that much i think she might have been a little into that and i respect that i respect oh, no. the hell out of that that makes me feel a lot better yeah. actually about the whole thing yeah i think that went into it um if you are wondering what this penis looked like at home imagine a pantyhose like sock single pantyhose like pulled over like a bad dragon dragon's tail like tentacle kind of thing but like with a little extra padding and then it has some sort of fungus on it that's what it looked like to me i think april o'neill is a meryl streep of our time i agree at least of porno yeah i mean i can't even think of who could take the title uh she is our jennifer lawrence what is tommy pistol of like the blank of porn I mean, he is such a shapeshifter. So I yeah, I'm trying to think of someone who like does like a bunch of different characters, guy wise, where he's just like unrecognizable. I almost want to say like Johnny Depp, Daniel Day Lewis, uh, yeah. Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr., Robert Downey Jr. of our time. Uh, I was about to say Christian Bale because of just like he really became Tom Hardy in this, and it was amazing. Yeah, I could see that Christian Bale. Okay, either way, Tommy, we think you're amazing. Such good acting in this. And also, Rocky Emerson is in it as well. Uh, and she's, like, one of my favorite people. So I was, like, watching once when she's in it because she's the best. I couldn't turn away when I saw the sock puppet April O'Neil hitting her vagina scene. Like, I just couldn't stop watching that. I really thought they like, oh, I might hit the fast forward button. But I was just like, no, this has, like... I need to know where this goes. And it goes to uh, to an orgasm, which, you know, I guess that's standard. The whole point of the movie was he didn't have enough tongue when going down on her, and now he's Vincom, and he has all the tongue in the world. Yeah. Fantastic character arc. Loved it. Yeah, I did like that. By the way, I have to give props on one other thing in the script. So before we get to that scene, um, the scientist is eaten or killed. But prior to that, Venkum says, hold up Bill Nye, the alien dick science guy. 
And the scientist, played by Vuko, goes, I would have went with Nail That Ass Tyson. That was so great. That was a great pun. I love that. I realized it is not easy to sex up scientist names. I tried. I was like, okay, Isaac Newtongue. That's an easy one. Stephen yeah. Cocking. Okay. That's a good, I was trying to do a Stephen Hawking one. I was, I was sitting here thinking about it. Um, Benjamin Franklingus. Richard Finass. Oh, hey. Hey. Mad Dom Curry. Is that too much of a stretch? Eris Cockle. Ooh. James, what are you doing down there? So Cocklet-rates. So Cocrates. It's kind of more of a philosopher, but whatever. Eris Stottle. Eris Stottle. That one's too, that one works too. Pythagoras. Bill Nye, the boob guy. Uh, he's more of a leg guy, and I know that from personal experience. Love that you know that. This is a. I'm so glad I'm here. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is I so appreciate the puns. I was there for it. And uh, you know what? Not easy to do. And what I think what he did to the scientist was use his tentacle penis, I believe, to throw her into the ceiling. I think that's what was happening. I mean, that feels canon. I mean, Venom does throw people around with tentacles. That's what I'm... And because he even says... I need to make sure uh, that I got that note right. What a neat dick, which... Albert Astine. Ah, that's Sorry. Good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking of more of them. I'm probably going to keep thinking about this for the rest of the night. I'm going to be doing that interview in like an hour, just thinking of this. It's going to be really annoying for everyone. What a good day. As soon as we go to like a certain kind of pun... I feel like a lot of comics are like that, where it's like, oh, you just want to come up with like the best. Like as soon as like the gauntlet is set, it's like, oh, like my brain won't stop. My problem is not the dirty things. It's I don't know that many scientists off the top of the dough. I don't either. Exactly. I don't know that many scientists. So I'm like, I could definitely like I know a bunch of sex words, but very few scientists. My problem is is not that I'm not like a, a deviant. It's that I'm just not educated. I'm like trying to think back through my like history of physics class in like college. Like, what? Who did we talk about? Who did we talk about? Whereas I'm the opposite, and I'm like, okay, we got Louis Pasteur, we got uh, Richard Feynman, Thomas Edison, Niels Bohr. Come on, Gregor Mendel. I said Pythagoras. Uh, that was something. <laughs> all right, Alice knows all the scientists. This would make us a great writing team because Alice can come up with all scientists. And you and I can come with up with all the dirtiness for it. Yeah, exactly. We just yeah. have all the puns. Yeah, we have all the puns. We know where the, the letters fit where. We're terrible to take to dinner parties. <laughs> or fantastic. Or fantastic. It depends on who's in attendance at your dinner party. If my mother is there, she's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. It really depends on where the dinner is. Oh, it's just at like a one-star Michelin restaurant. Yeah. Which, by the way, I didn't know it's only that. only one star. Come on. That's worth at least five puns. Oh, no, no, no. One star is really good. Yeah, no, I know that. That was the joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you didn't know what the Michelin stars. No, I know what was. Michelin stars are. I was that, that was the joke. Also, is this I'm true? Because I read this on Twitter today, and it sounds true, but I don't know if this is true. Like, I know what a Michelin star is, but I read this today where it was like Michelin, the tire company, came up with the Michelin star system to try to make people drive to better restaurants and thinking their tires would wear out more. Is that true? That's exactly. Yeah, I, that's exactly it. Okay, thank I God. I was about to say that. I saw it on Twitter. I was like, that sounds very true to me. I always thought that they were the ones that came up with it because it's too similar to them have not have. But like, 
I didn't want to quote it as fact and have people being like, that was just a dumb viral tweet, Kate, that you fell for. I would fall for something like that. I thought that was also a trick. So I looked it up and it is in fact true. Did you see that tweet today too? (laughs) No, I saw it like I saw a similar tweet a few months ago. And so I just had to do the research for myself. Whereas I saw the TikTok video of that tweet. Oh, man. That came from that Reddit post. There's so many ways to disseminate media these days. All the ways. Uh, it just It's also funny what ends up becoming press nowadays. Like, I saw this morning, like, New York Post was like, this woman was, you know, said, like, all men are bad or something on Facebook. And she got her Facebook blocked. And I was, like, sitting there. I'm like, I got blocked for sharing an article. Uh, like, I think it was a, a New York Times opinion piece on fake wedding blowjob photography. What? That's a thing? Number one, it's a thing. And number two, yes, I did get banned for that. Number one, as someone that takes pictures of myself giving blowjobs, ew. I don't know why it's gross, but it's gross. At that point, it's gross because then it's just like, come on, what are you what are you doing here? Like, either, either do it or don't. This is my opinion on amateur porn. And I don't want to offend anybody because all bodies are beautiful. It's great to see like a lot of different kinds of people being naked and getting their rocks off. Like, I think that's good for humanity, whatever you're into. I don't want to criticize anyone's body, but I will criticize the fuck out of the way you pose all goddamn day long. I'm sorry. If you're like a random girl from Missouri or Kansas or something, and you decided to start an OnlyFans and put a bunch of dirty pictures that keep coming up on my Tumblr feed when I just want to get it off to my porn, arch your fucking back. Jesus Christ. Know your angles. Watch some other porn. Shower. I don't know. It's just so gross. Like, this might be an opinion that only I have and that only I care about. But like, God, it's just. Well, my problem is that I'm a guy and I've never learned how to properly pose myself. And I I don't I don't like that about myself. It's something that I'm self-conscious about. I actually realized that this 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 weekend because I was in Palm Springs with a bunch of my friends and we were all just like hanging out and having a good time. And they all know like what I do and they all know that I do OnlyFans and stuff. And all of the girls that were there were like can you teach us how to take nudes like you do? And I was like, oh my God, of course I can. Like, yes, like a thousand percent. And I would love to, because I was like, you're all gorgeous and really hot, but I see what you're running into here where it's like, if you don't know, and I was actually doing it with a couple of them. I was like, all right, like here, put your leg up here, pop this. And my friend was like, this is so uncomfortable. And I was like, I know, like suffer through it. Your ass looks incredible from this angle. (laughs) Yep. Like just suffer. For like five seconds. And I like, and then I showed her the picture and she's like, oh my God, you're right. This looks amazing. So that's the content I should be making. You should make a tutorial. I like, I look at like, I don't know if y'all know who he is, but Jay Jordan is, is a friend of mine. Oh, and I he love puts him. Up He's thirst, a friend of mine too. He's, oh, he puts up the best thirst traps I've ever seen in my <sighs> life. Get, like I've been friends with him since college. He's given yeah. me body dysmorphia that I, I'm still trying to work through to this day. And I, I've, I've worked so hard and I've gotten to a good point where I'm like comfortable with my body. Yeah. But then I take a photo of it where I'm just like, this will rival Jay. And it never fucking does. One, he's, no one's ever going to look like that. He's an action figure. And two, the man knows his angles and how to pose. He it's, does. it's incredible. I don't know how to measure up. Okay, I can give you some really fast tips. Super, super quick. Hit me. 
Okay, so if you're doing, if you want the abs photo, like Jay does all of the time, which by the way, side note, Alice sidebar, we should have Jay on the podcast. He's really funny. Um, he's very good. Get him. He's great. We should 100%. definitely have him. Um, but anyways, so if you're doing like, especially like the mirror selfie, right? And you want to get those abs in there. Even if you don't have great abs, what you do is you pull your shoulders back, tits out, and then you pop your hips forward. Like think about putting your hip bones like as far towards the counter as you can. It's going to yeah, feel uncomfortable. Okay. It's almost like you're thrusting forward, but it evens out your entire torso. It doesn't make your ass look good. So that's only for frontal poses. God, this is so I'm I'm this is great. I'm yeah. so glad I know this. I'm being fully serious. I yeah. try to do thirst traps every now and then. And uh, they just they don't yeah. get the love that I think they deserve. Also, you always want your face on the same plane as the camera. Right. So if your face is here. Like the cameras, this is the camera you face here, right? So then yeah. you're like, and then if the camera goes up. Okay. Okay. Same angle as the camera. Cause then you're hitting, you don't want like the camera up here in your face down here. That looks awful. That's how you get three chins. This is great. I mean, there's just so many little tips. Uh, I've actually watched a few uh, boudoir uh, photo shoot tips on mm-hmm. like TikTok where they have all these different tips on like, hey, if you want to work with a couch, this is how you angle yourself. If you want the best booty shot, you know, uh, hike up, uh, almost give yourself a wedgie with those panties yeah. and, you know, like shove a pillow under your ass, like do all these things. That's an old porno trick. Shove a pillow under your ass. Yep. How do you, okay, here's a question with the pillow. Um, How much of the pillow should you have in the frame? Because, I don't know, it just kind of looks a little weird if the pillow is hypothetically a different color. Obviously, it should be yeah. the same color as, like, the comforter. Yeah, or, I mean, it can be a really bright color. So it can be like, oh, I just, like, landed on this pillow, and I'm, like, so hot, and I just, like, randomly, it's, like, under my hips. Isn't that great? Like, ah. it, the pillow has to be nice. Like, the pillow should look good. It should be, like, a nice throw pillow. Or you can get one of those small... You know what I'm talking about? Like small square throw pillows. They're probably like a foot by a foot. So you're almost not even going to see it. And then you can like angle, you can even smush it down into like half size and then you won't see it at all. Okay. You should really make a tutorial because I really think these are tips that nobody knows how to ask for, but everyone wants to look good naked in a photo and nobody knows how to do it properly. I I mean, when I first started in porn and I remember my first few scenes, the director literally coming up to me and being like, first of all, is it okay if I touch you? Because porn directors are pretty cool on consent and I appreciate that. But I'd be like, yes, please do. And then they would just like take their hand and shove my lower back down. And like pop my hips up. They'd be like, you have to sit like this. And I'd be like, this is horrible. And they'd be like, it looks so much better. And I remember having a photographer do that to me, taking a picture before and after. And then he showed them to me. He's like, do you see why I did this? And I was like, as soon as I saw the photos, I was like, yes, I'm never, ever doing the thing before again. (laughs) Like my ass looked so flat and now it looks incredible. And like, even like through the last, like through the pandemic and stuff, I haven't been working out. I'm a little heavier than I used to be. I don't feel so great about my body, but I still know how to like pop it and put it in the right places that it looks great. I do want people to know that too. I'm glad I learned that in porn is that like nobody actually looks like that when they're just hanging out. Like those are such curated poses and that you're, you know how to do it. And at this point it's just like, I don't even think about it. It's like second nature, but um. It's a skill and you can learn it. And if you learn it, you're going to look so hot in every selfie you ever take. So, Winsler, if you are posing online, where can our listeners find you? Oh, I can be found at at Winsler Powers across all platforms. 
That's with a Z. That's a weird name. I'm aware. That's a cool name. I like it. Where does that name come from? I've actually been wanting to ask you this. And it's not from Wessler's Pretzels. Yes, we had that discussion beforehand. It is not associated with pretzels in any way. Uh, Both of my great-grandmothers on my dad's side's maiden names were Carter and Winsler. So my name is Carter Winsler Powers. Hell of a name. I love that. Yeah. It's such a unique name. It's so great. It's so easy for you to be the only one when people Google you as well. So Exactly. That's why it's a great name. For comedy reasons. Yeah. My mom named me after a fading 90s rom-com star. And then I had a Latin class of four other girls that had my same name. So I changed it to my middle name. And now my name is Kate, which is surprisingly slightly less common than my real first name. I don't care if you know it. Someone once asked. I really don't. Find it if you want. But you can find me online anywhere at the OG Kennedy on Twitter. That's the as in the OG as in original gangster Kennedy, like the dead president. You can subscribe to my OnlyFans at theogkennedy.com. And you can find me on Instagram at the PG, like the movie rating, because it's safe for work, Kennedy. And you guys can find the full video of the show on our Patreon over at patreon.com slash two girls on Mike, where we have this plenty of bonus content. And of course, if you subscribe enough, then uh, we'll talk to you, I guess, or I'll talk to you every month. We have some fantastic Patreons, of course. But yeah, you could find us at all places at TGOM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, not TikTok yet. I don't know. Maybe I'll hire someone to do that because I can't do it myself. I'm TikTok illiterate when it comes to posting. So if you're not, contact us at info at two girls and Mike. Maybe I'll hire you. And don't make me participate because that will ruin my brand and my longstanding hatred of TikTok that I've been very vocal about. It's going to come out in a couple of years. Give it like six months to a year. It's going to come out that they are fudging their viewership numbers and it's all going to go to hell. It's going to. Oh, I'm sure. It's going to be like Facebook. It's going to be like when Facebook switched to video. It is exactly like that. And it's going to tank college humor all over again. There is no fucking way that you can possibly have 50 million TikTok subscribers and a thousand followers on Titter. 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 That's a different website entirely. I'm so passionate about this. I'm accidentally making porno puns. I do like this new platform, Titter. I'm totally going to be verified on there. Oh my God, we should start that Alice billion dollar business idea. Titter. It's like Twitter, but it's only tits. tits. Yeah. That's, yes, of course. That's so much better than the actual website. Kane, cut that out. That's our business. Kane, don't cut it out uh, (laughs) because it's free promotion for our new business. Verbal copyright. This is such a good idea. I love how we're all just kind of fist bumping, not unlike Eddie Brock and Vincom at the end of their sex scene at the very end of Vincom. Yeah. Yeah. Just like. And me, every time I hook up with someone, they don't like that either. In case you were wondering, don't laugh with a penis in your mouth and don't try to high five or fist bump someone with cum on your face. They don't think that's cute. I like high fives so much, though. Thank you. I'm a big believer in the high fives. Me too. And I hook up with guys and they're like, that's weird. No, it's like, hey, good game. Let's go. Exactly. Way to hustle, buddy. (laughs) It's like, you won't let me spit in your mouth. At least high five me. Right. Let's run that play again in five. And I slap him on the ass. By the way, let's go to the tape. You see, you see where you're a little lacking here. You, You didn't have enough energy. I really need a burst of speed right out the gate. You got to hit in that thrust. Oh my God. I'm going to start coaching every dude I hook up with like Ted Lasso. Oh, please do. Believe. And when it comes to kinks, be curious, not Not judgmental. judgmental. I love that show so much. Same. 
Guys, if you like this, make sure to subscribe to the show, like, comment, leave us a review. But of course, join us here again next week. Bye-bye.